Poetry night rings through. Feeling good? Yeah. Feeling good? Yeah. Feeling good? Yeah. All right, I'm about ready to do my thing, which is introduce somebody very special. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, who here came here to see Duncan Shields tonight? Let's hear it. Yeah. If you didn't, you are about to be very, very happy. Okay. Mr. Duncan Shields hails from the great city of Vancouver, where he's a fixture of the Vancouver Slam. And uh, what is especially unique about Mr. Duncan Shields is that he performed in 106 consecutive slams with new material 106 consecutive pieces of new material that is ridiculous like i don't think i have 106 good pieces to my name the idea that someone could do so and have it be new and do well in a series of slams that many in fact is kind of ridiculous can i get amen Thank you. That's, I mean, seriously. Seriously. And the reason we emphasize this is look what you can do when you challenge yourself creatively. I mean, just look at the sheer raw, prolific power that's, that one person can generate. And so the next time you feel like you got writer's block, the next time you feel like you, uh, you know, you can't get those words on the paper, just think of Duncan Shields, man. If he can do it, I'm sure you all can too. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Duncan Shields. I love this uh, lighting, it feels so dramatic. I feel like uh, the Council of Kryptonians in the beginning of. Superman 2 sentencing Zod to the Phantom Zone. And they're all like, guilty, guilty, guilty. Anyway. Speaking of being prolific in writer's block, there was, uh, I did NaNoWriMo one year. Do you know what that is? No. National Novel Writing Month in November. You have to write at least 50,000 words in the month of November. It's a big online club. Everybody gets into it. If you like, if you like really want to write a novel one day, that's your opportunity to like, okay, I'm doing this. Right? You might hit your target and it might be horrible, but it teaches you a lot of, like, this is what you need to do. <laughs> but they send you, uh, advice from popular authors. Little, 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 little perks to, like, having a hard time? Check this out. And this one writer, I think it was, I forget who it was, but she said, uh, people always ask me, do I get writer's block? And I say, yes, sometimes two or three times a day. <laughs> Right, and I think there's so much truth in that in that one little statement. So just keep going. Yeah, sure. Can you hear me very well, or is that like? Oh, sorry. Like, yeah. There we go. Oh, fantastic. Good. I have books here now. I could do this. Back that ass up. Back it up. 
Yes. I'm glad you're all here. The doors are locked. You cannot leave. <laughs> Madness. I'll show them. <laughs> all right. All right, here's... Uh, this is an old poem, and I, I really like it, and I haven't read it in a long time, and... Um, I don't know. I like you. I like. It's called I Like You. I like you. With everyone else, you are a mahogany headboard, a diving platform sleeping sickness, a fainting goat. When you speak to other people, nothing but sequins and birthday presents come out. A princess of misdirection, a comedian in wolf's clothing, an artist hiding her deformity, a radio station for old cars, a Christmas tree embarrassed at all the attention. Around you, these oceans go still. You hoard maps and let me read them with you under the covers with a flashlight after dark. You pass me notes in class. You're lost in this place, but thrilled to be here. You glitter on pages and leave paw prints, hoof prints, Rorschach fairy wings of lust on the backs of menus. I'm in the hot sun of your affection, and for once, it's not making me feel like a cockroach caught by a midnight kitchen light. You don't pass the time so much as strangle it. You have bright eyes, sharp and clever, that see death coming from miles away. Your laugh is a mating call for those who want to shed their fear. You are a racetrack. You're a solar-powered omnivore bent on burning, wings still on fire from re-entry. You're a wolf with a talent for math. I have a paintbrush, a bucket of paint, and a world full of corners that turn into trapped animal slingshots making life into a series of surging chapters, breathing messages into bottles. I have an etch-a-sketch, two dice, a pair of dentures, and a riding crop. Let's bring the steeplechase to the horses. You're already better than the rest. It's all gravy from here on out. I like you. Yeah. I'm uh, falling in love with Bellingham. Um, I love this place. Um, <laughs> um, I was thinking a lot about secrets, and um, I do some poems in rhyme, and this is a, a poem about that. When every human speaks, there's a variety of quiet. The silence of the ones who pulls the strings when there's a riot. The quiet of the perpetrator perpetrating theft. The stillness of the smile on the face of the bereft. The secret keeping victims of the sexual abusers. The overcompensating winners thinking that they're losers. The woman planning suicide who smiles to her friends. The man who never protests but who bends and bends and bends. Communities that cover up a crime to make it seem like everything is beautiful and everything's a dream. Everyday hypocrisy and lies and scams and cons happening with cavemen from the Stone Age to the Bronze. All the way to present day and centuries to come, the silences we all keep secret make our voices dumb. A cornucopia of quiet shouting us to sleep, silences as massive as the ocean depths are deep. Secrets and denial mountains choke the very air, but because we cannot hear it, we can say that it's not there. All the voices crying out that never say a word deafen me and deafen you 
because they're never heard. I don't care how smart you are, stupid or collegiate. My favorite human beings simply cannot keep a secret. Language lets us hide things, but it's us who has the choice. The truth can set us free, but first we have to use our voice. Here's, um, this is, okay, yeah, well, this is, all right. Friends in need sometimes don't ask for help, and sometimes they leave the earth far too soon, and this is a poem about that. Sometimes you laugh so hard, you make your whole family forget that December when you got into the bath and turned your wrists into Christmas presents. This dark and tricky affair called life got the better of you once, and you say you won't let that happen again. We just wish you wouldn't save your quiet, soul-destroying moments for when you're by yourself. Let us round the corners off your apology. Let us be the pillars of your new ceiling. You are everything we wish we were. Magnetic, sexual, powerful, and effortlessly living on the knife edge between denial of death and the celebration of life, making it look like your natural habitat. You remind us that funerals are for the living, not the dead. When you're, where you're going because of what happened to you is something I can never fully understand, but I can support the path you're on because it seems to be benevolent. I'm just afraid that your calling is calling and you're not picking up, that some premature finish line is wrapped around your heart. There's taking one for the team, and then there's taking 26 for the team. You've been this social group's bulletproof vest for too, too long. Come hide with us. Take breaks from the front lines. You're safe from whatever you've been running from now. You will remain unfound from whatever it is you've been avoiding. We will be the house that protects you from the weather outside. You're growing faster than you can change. Please take a breather to assimilate and reflect, to put the damage in the past and make the future a place of less fear. Stop being the wars in between the calms. I know that survivors of carnage see what was overlaid over top of what is. The ruined buildings spring back to life in their memories, and I see that in your eyes. I see your before life competing for presence in this, your afterlife. The curfew of your strength seems close. If you lose your balance, tightrope walker, you will fall in love. We've got you. Please know that. I don't want the last thing I say to you to be a eulogy, so I'm saying it now. Our worry is not an attack. Our concern is not a threat. We are here. Um, I like uh, literacy, and this is a, a poem promoting literacy. I, I assume everybody here enjoys uh, literacy. Um. <laughs> oh, words. Psh. <laughs> Hey there, bookshelf. How's the bullet wound in your green shirt doing? Is the red ink flowing? Are you in debt? Do you fear the reaper? Does your wooden exoskeleton feel exposed to traitor arrows? Do bullets made from the same stuff as printing presses scare you? You are a hard copy going soft cover. 
Your spine is thinning. Heavy books covering heavy subjects are becoming fewer and fewer. You might even say that it's become the twilight of an age when books about vampires are no longer sun-damaged and have lost their teeth to love. As your subjects become lighter, you need less support. Oak bookshelves give way to plywood. Huge bookshelves are replaced by smaller ones. Periodicals disappear into phone lines, and magazines grow in number to satisfy the shortened appetite of the average reader. We used to be locusts. Now we are full. Libraries are turning into uninhabited airships, becoming a homeless Bruce Wayne secret identity that no one even cares to know anymore. Cruise ships up to their necks in cat pictures. They'll join the billboard atlases and vintage spacesuits in the attention span vortex of the internet. They'd be better off becoming a vagina with a mohawk. Crater photography and florist x-rays have no place in a society that no longer cares how things work. Even mechanics now dream of playing mechanics in movies. Famous is as famous does has become the reality television motto of every living soul not struggling for water in the third world. If this is the year of the dragon then maybe fire will descend from the clouds. Perhaps electricity will stop swallowing all the words and give us back some candlelight. Closets full of worlds will bloom again. Cats will dream of whales, and black-eyed barbershop quartets will appear in park gazebos. Panda bears will roam condominium halls, and ideas, precious ideas, will swarm like hornets dripping lust from the fertile men, minds of our young men and women. Rubbing two ideas together can create a storm. Let the light bulb of your ideas give you enough illumination to write when it's darkest, because the sun is going down. There was um, a lot of talk in, a, in a, the last few months of... Uh, Money, money and art, the relationship between money and art. It's a tenuous, weird link. And uh, so I had these feelings and I wrote this down. Poverty is the strength of an artist. If given no other option and no hope of payment, artists will continue to create. The only way to stop them is to kill them. Dictators know this. Ideas are contagious. That's why free speech is the first to go when the powerful get hungry. However, if you take away an artist's materials, that artist will find others. The artist will draw designs in the snow or the sand right on sidewalk with the of chalk, use sharpened rock to sculpt wood, hang things that make noise in the wind, compose poems in their heads, or think of stories. The artist will dance. The artist will sing. And that is what scares the powerful. Art is accessible to all people at all times. It cannot be suppressed because it costs nothing. It cannot be controlled because it is free by definition. To control art, you must control the minds, and that is impossible. A long list of dictators have tried. To kill an artist is to give that artist's work more power than it had before. Any ant can organize. That is not what makes us powerful. Any mammal can feel love for a child. Compassion is not what marks us as different. Art. Art is something humans can be proud of. It's what marks us as different from most of the other life forms on this planet. Those that see art as useless 
are stupid. Those that see art as dangerous are at least smart enough to recognize its power. Art is what awakens us in the morning and fuels our dreams. Without money, we still have art. Without art, we have nothing. Um, I uh, recently had a daughter. She's a year and a half old. Her name is Audrey. And uh, uh, she's been very inspirational. Um, So this is a poem uh, to her. It's called Strawberry Moon Heart. I see compassion growing in your tender strawberry moon heart. I see steering apparatus forming in your still soft skull. Broken people have the sharpest edges, but you are round and clear and unsullied. Religions that tell of the evil in children are deaf salesmen spiders drowning in jealousy. I envy the clarity of intent in your blue eyes. You are more superhero than person right now, more monk than fighter, more Buddhist than most Buddhists. I feel a press of silence when you and your mother are not at home, the silence of what my life would have been without you both. I feel so elated and scared at the same time to think how hollow that would be, like a speeding truck just missed me at an intersection. Your clock is winding. The colorful machines inside you are balanced and working in tandem. Everything is going according to plan. I see the define every morning in your face. I understand belief in a higher power when I look at you because what else could be responsible? You make the word miracle into a dull understatement and you can't even talk or walk yet. I am lost in your whirlwind, beguiled by your unknowable mind and deeply, deeply in love. And uh, one last poem here. This was unusually serious. I usually do a lot more funny ones, so I'm going to end on a funny note. And, um, like, again, I love your city. I've never been to Bellingham before, and I would like to move here. Hey, there you go. (laughs) This is advice. Look out for number one in a million. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but a rose by any other name will always hurt me. Assault and flattery will get you nowhere. Hindsight is 50-50. No means no use crying over spilt milk. Let's paint the town red-handed because there's no place like where the heart is. There's no present like the time to say what you mean. A picture's worth a thousand words that mean nothing without action. Great minds think about terrible things to waste. With absolute power comes a responsibility for absolute corruption. Love is blinding people and setting them free. If they come back to you, they're the change you get to keep. If they don't, then they fell in the forest and you pretended not to hear. Shame fooled me once. You fooled me twice. The best things in life are free to be half empty, and I'm only half full of optimism. My sense is too common. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission to jump off the same bridge as all your friends. Curiosity killed my ability to make lemonade out of cats. Work like money doesn't need to, dance like no one's good looking, and, and love like the ones you always hurt. Practice makes nobody perfect. Thank you very much.
Ladies and gentlemen, Duncan Shields. I know, right? Woo! Glad to hear you are all as into that as I am.